Welcome back to the Takes of the Tailgaters podcast presented by the Sports Place at Official Sports Place. Go follow them on Instagram. Uh, my name is Talon Hauser. My co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other co-host, Caden Cooley. How's it going? So, uh, our brackets. Well, they're gone. They're Yikes. they're great. Hey, everyone else's brackets are also gone, so I would say it kind of worked out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't feel like such an idiot, but man, was it just depressing to see our two... We we Two will guys. get it. We will get into that. But first, we got best of this week, weekly winners. We got trivia for this week, upsets, and then we'll you know get into bracket talk, NFL free agency recap, NBA awards predictions so far at the kind of the midway point, and then Lamelo and LeBron injuries and the NBA stock market. So start us off, Kool Aid. What's the best thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this week, Oral Roberts begging Twitter to verify them. They upset a two seed. What Which seed was it? Do you remember? Ohio Oral, State. Ohio State. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they upset Ohio State, and then Oral Roberts' Twitter went to Twitter after that, and they said, Twitter, can we please get verified now? We've done everything. What else do you need us to do? Yeah, I mean, that's an all-time story right there. Like, how... Yeah, please. How are you them. in the March Madness tournament and not verified on Twitter? Yeah, that's Come Twitter, on, Twitter. We know you're listening. Just please verify. That's them. quite funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Tizzle. Uh, my week. best thing I saw this week was Michael Brockers. 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 Damn, nailed it. Um, so close. You know, just a nice little player for the Rams, and uh, says outright and says. Yeah, Jared Goff's not the good. He sucks. We hate him. Um, now nah, he was like, oh, Matthew Stafford's an improvement. He said it's a level up. Level up. Yeah, level up was the quote. And then, <laughs> like a week later, gets traded to the Lions for like a seventh-round pick. Yeah, seventh-round Yikes. Uh, your ass. Dude, I can't um, wait to see like the first media day the Lions have because well, someone's going to ask oh, about that. Oh, that's going to be the first question. So you hate Jared, right? So you hate Jared So, Goff. Michael, how does it feel to have uh, Jared Goff as your quarterback? I mean, <laughs> realistically... He probably texted him right after the trade. Was like, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't mean what I said." And, I mean, they'll probably be okay. And luckily, Jer- also, you know, different sides of the field, so they won't have to talk that much. Jared Goff seems like a low key chill dude, and like he's just kind of here for it. Yeah. I don't think he deserved that comment in the first place, but now that like yeah. it's just this dude deserves to get dog piled on. All right, yeah. my best thing this week. So five years ago, Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel were Ohio State teammates, and they were roommates actually, and now they're reunited. In Washington, the Washington football team signed Curtis Samuel. Great move, by the way. I really like oh, Curtis yeah. Samuel. Now you have a great tandem, and it's really cool that they talked. They uh, Terry tweeted out that they talked about this freshman year in the dorms. Yeah, what if we played for the same NFL team? That's such. And a, now they are. That's such a cool. moment. Yeah. Nice. Also, they were like our age when they said that. Could you wow. imagine? Could you imagine be like, hey guys, that makes hey, me feel Kaden. really. Hey Caden, we're gonna be in the NFL together someday. Hey, I mean, we can say it, and it might happen. Yeah, we we can say it. Will it happen? That's a great question. My weekly winner, UMKC basketball. Kind of random, right? You know, oh, it is. Random. We're not in the, we're not in the tournament. Oh, but guess who is Oral Roberts? Guess who beat Oral Roberts this year? UMKC. Wow. So UMKC is the best different. team in the country. That's so, what I'm taking right. away from this. Now you need them to win the championship. Yeah, by the transitive property of equality, we are better than Ohio State. Wow. And every, and everyone that Ohio State beat. Are you just going to pull that out of your ass? I am. That was amazing. I like that, yeah. We should Rue just have baby. Gonzaga <laughs> play UMKC yeah. instead of do like a national championship I mean, game. might as well. I mean, yeah, to skip to who, we all know who's the best. Hey, right? take UMKC money line for sure. Kool-Aid, your weekly winner. My weekly winner, this looked a lot better about two hours ago when I chose it. 
um luca garza <laughs> um i forgot he was playing today so i was like oh you know he picked up a win against the antelopes he scored 24 points shot 80 percent from three it was cool for him uh and then he proceeded to get blown out by oregon 95 to 80 so yeah um, luca you're still a winner in my heart but just not on the court where it actually matters yeah so. we're currently filming like at 142 on sunday so like or monday so directly after the game you just like guys named Luca. I think that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, it's a Luca thing. I'm actually not big on all Lucas, as you'll find out later. Ooh. He hates Luka Doncic. Even though he's on my favorite team. Anyway, T-Dizzle, your weekly winner. My weekly winner is Russell Westbrook. Dude's just having a baller week. Uh, let me pull up his stats. He's, you know, just... It's nice to see Westbrook actually, like, play like a decent player. Um, because, because uh, yeah, he's just... I don't know... It, the Wizard season's been very up and down, and it's nice to see him. Uh, averaging 28 points a game, 13 rebounds, and 11 and a half assists. Or 11 and a half rebounds, 8, 13 assists. The old Russell Westbrook, it's kind of nice to just see him. You know, he's definitely been playing much better. Look like the old guy. And it's it, it definitely is nice to see. I agree with you. I don't care if the Wizards win games. I just want to see Westbrook not miss like wide-open threes to lose yeah. games. I don't it's, think Bradley Beal cares either. So. A, I mean, yeah, he doesn't. It's just a rough. It's like, uh, I don't want to see that. All right, well, let's get into trivia. This week, we got an NFL question. Who, Which QB has the most career rushing touchdowns of all time? Um, Cam Newton. Tidizzle, your guess. It's him or one other guy. Say a question again. Which QB has the most career rushing touchdowns? Cam Newton's a good I don't think... Uh, I don't want to say Vic, but like, he didn't that's, have... Yeah, that's the other rushing guy, so... Yeah, that's the only one I can really think of that like really would stay... It's gonna... It wouldn't be Donovan McNabb. I'm just gonna say Vic, because I always overthink these questions. It is Cam Newton. Okay, yeah. That was 53. Superman, I'll give baby. You 30 bucks, you can tell me in a second. Oh, then someone ran. Randall Cunningham. Randall is not second. Oh, okay. That's a good guess, though. I don't know. I don't know. Tom Brady. Yes. Randall seventh. Vic was sixth. Second is Steve Young. Oh, I wanted to say Steve Young, dude. See, I would not have gotten that. I, no, I, bro, I I'm glad you would have gotten that, but I would not I, gotten that. I wanted to say Steve Young, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot. So, yeah, there was our trivia this week. So, let's get to March Madness. March Madness. So, our bracket, um, we hope you guys really bet on it because, you know, couldn't lose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anybody who filled out a bracket knows Down the struggles bad. of... I mean... <sighs> There you know wasn't what? a perfect bracket after one round. Yeah. It usually takes like maybe a round or two. Round three, and a half. Round and a half. Yeah. One, not even before the first round could, was done, I don't think. Also, Gonzaga, if they don't win the Natty, they're garbage. Oh, yeah. that's Iowa's out now? Come on. It's set up perfectly. Like, you guys are undefeated and all the good teams lost. Yeah. Did you see what, um, Is see what John Morant said? Except for Gonzaga? Yeah, I think they're yeah, the only one. No, Michigan. Oh, Michigan's still still here. They play today. Um, oh, they yeah. could do, lose to LSU. Wait, did you see what John Morant said? I did. Yeah. And, was, and Baylor, Baylor's still here too. John Morant was like, I would, I would have won a championship if I was playing these teams. Dude, I don't know, dude. I will say, as a basketball fan, it's awesome. Oh no, it's great. March Madness fan, like this is legitimate madness. I mean, yeah. in the second round, you have 14 seed playing 11 seed in UCLA. I can't. That's awesome. The amount of times that it was like upset, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> also, I that need Oral right. Roberts to win the Natty. I just think that would cure my depression. Uh, like Loyola? Roberts. Okay, so... Or Loyola. But, like, they're a lot, they're like the eight seed. They're not, like, what they were. 
couple yeah, years ago. Like they, they're still a good team. Like hey, or Sister Roberts. Jean is undefeated though. Just saying. Sister Jean is cold. Sister Jean. So okay, so my March Madness stats aren't up to date, but wasn't Loyola like one of two other one like one of another team that went to the Final Four with that low of a seed? Because I don't know if they were the lowest one. I mean, there's been people I think, who have made runs okay. like that. So like, like, George Mason had an amazing run back in the day. Would Oral Roberts be the Yes. The lowest. Oh, oh. yeah. No, the okay. Oral Roberts is the second team in March Madness history as a 15 seed to make it to the... To make it this far. Um, to the Sweet 16, yes. Oh, my God. Wow. The last one, Dunk City, Florida Gulf Coast, a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys might remember that. No, I do, actually. I yeah. Do. Uh, wow. Let's go. I mean, so, I, I mean, if Oral Roberts wins their next game, I, I mean, that's history right We're there. all rooting for him. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, anybody who likes sports likes a good old upset. Yeah, the fact that they've won what, two already? Yeah. It's just insane. And they play Arkansas. They play the must bus. Man. And then, I mean, you have Oregon State or Loyola going to the Elite Eight on this Saturday they play. I mean, that's that's insane. If Loyola doesn't make it to the Elite Eight, I'm just going to be sad. Hey, but we got yeah, the Oregon State helmet up here. We do. We do. We have a lot of sports really up here. We do. And we just, dude, we, we actually mentioned. updated the whole we studio. We haven't talked about our little... Oh, we got a custom... A, a drape? Drape. Not a drape. What's a... Tablecloth. Tablecloth. Table cloth. What's a drape? Whatever you I want I think it's like a, a kind of a curtain kind of bag. Oh, yeah. Not a drape. We're going like to drape with the tailgaters. <laughs> <laughs> we did not get a drape. Anyway, Guys. and then, so our champion, I think that's the you know biggest thing. Our champion is out, Illinois. Lost just, to Loyola Chicago. I mean, Sister Jean was like... We're pr- I'm praying for a W today, so I think I just need Sister Gina to pray for me. And uh, she actually prayed that they would shoot less than thirty percent of their threes, and guess what? They shot twenty nine. Wow. I mean, it. Interesting. It's too much of a coincidence to be like she. She's I know too it's, powerful. I know it's like I'm not gonna say uh, some old lady from a. Uh, like is she old God? Lady cult. Like, is she Jesus Christ actually? Well, if, if Loyola wins the Natty, she's Jesus Christ. She's I think we need to start praying to her. Yeah. She's definitely the sickest like old lady I've ever seen. Because oh, yeah, can dude. you name another hundred year old that has a bracket? I can't name another hundred year old. So exactly. <laughs> well, you I know the Betty best White's part. Betty White's hundred. Really? She's a hundred and one. Oh, I think you're right. I think, I think she's a hundred. She's still kicking it. Um, How's she still alive? She actually had Sister Jean actually had uh, Loyola beating Illinois in her bracket. Yeah, I think she had them going to the Elite Eight. I think so. Wow. I think that's what she said. Also, yeah, we had Illinois and Texas in our championship game. Texas Both is a no-go. lost. Well, Texas lost in the first round. In the round, first round. Dabbling Christian. Yeah. And then Illinois won the first game, and I was like, oh, they look good. They look good. Yeah. And then I thought they were going to beat Sister Jean and her boys, but they, they didn't. Nobody can beat Sister Jean. I, I was from learning. Dude, she just has some magic to her that I just don't – like, nobody's talking about this. Guys, we need to talk about somebody real quick. What up? Cade Cunningham. Ooh. Oklahoma oh. State. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him for a second. I think that Cade Cunningham lost the first overall pick this weekend. Oh, wow. Hot take. Hot take alert. Hot take. I still think he's going to be a top five pick. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of this hinges on how the other picks perform in this tournament. Um, I just feel like his lack of motivation bothered me. I have seen him, you know, take off some games before. Mostly first halves. Um but he took this one off, too. and It's a tournament game, guys. You can't take off first halves in a tournament game. And if you want to throw his 26 points at me, that's fine. The dude shot 6 for 20, 8 for 10 on free throws, whatever. I mean, yeah, it wasn't, like, great efficiency. Yeah, it wasn't super efficient. Still lost to double digits. 
to Oregon State, and they were a 12 seed. You're a four seed. People had this team in the Final Four. Not everyone. I mean, it was kind of a hot take to have them in the Final Four, but I mean, to even have them in the Final Four at all is insane. They, they were kind of a hot pick. They were. Yeah. They were definitely like everyone was kind of so like, hey, I could see that team making a run. Yeah. Well, and I love your you know, your thought on some other you know draft prospects playing really well, maybe jumping over them. Evan Mobley still in this tournament. Okay, well, that being said, he might be gone by the time this podcast is out because Kansas and USC play today. That being said, what time? Um, eight forty Central Time. I'm, I'm gonna be watching that one. So Evan Mobley plays today, top five pick projected, and then Jalen Suggs is another one. If if Gonzaga goes and wins the Natty, and Jalen Suggs is like the player of the tournament, oh, I think wow. you have a great case. Yeah, hey, and um, I have some really sad news. What happened? Elgin Baylor died. Damn. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had to Damn. let that be known. Okay, Rest in peace. Shout out, man. That's... Shout out, Laker great. Yeah. Man, that's really sad. Um, that is sad. Anyways, be... March Madness was yeah. so fun. I was about to say, not to be the anyways <laughs> guy, but anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, and let's be honest. If you are the Rockets p- picking first overall, I think that's pretty fair to say at this point. I mean, obviously. It's them d- or the Timberwolves. Losing yeah. 20 straight games does help. Do you want a guy that you're not entirely sure if he's motivated to play for you after the James Harden situation? I don't know. I think you want that's a guy that's willing question. to die for your franchise. Yeah. And I think Jalen Suggs could be that guy. And I guess my major point is most of these guys don't pan out anyways in the top five. So why would you pick a guy that has a high probability of flaming out? And you could throw Anthony Edwards at me. That's fine. He's obviously doing very well right now. Probably going to win rookie of the year. But... I don't know. Just to me, right now, I would not have Cade Cunningham go first overall. It's definitely, especially with just any time you see it. It's like if it was a soft draft, if it was kind of like a weak draft where it's like, "Ah, I just don't know. And like, I mean, we thought that. I mean, turns out this draft might be pretty good, but. Not really. I mean, just really the top two, honestly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. But like. How many Patrick Williams highlights you've seen? (laughs) Six man of the the college of the year right there. Um. But uh, didn't even start on his team. Um, oh, that's sad. Awesome. No, uh, but uh, I don't know. Evan Mobley looks really good. Jalen Suggs looks really good. So it's like, especially watching Jalen Suggs, he he has the heart. Like he looks like wow. I want like he looks like he just carries himself like a franchise guy. Yeah. And so uh, well, and the way right, everyone yeah. was talking about Cade was, and we even said this last week. I even said this. It happens every year. There's one guy who mm-hmm. goes on the hot streak, and I thought it was gonna be Cade. But he couldn't get past the first game. Was that because of his fault? No. The dude put up 26 points. But he obviously was playing a little bit of hero ball. He he looked like he was trying to improve his draft stock, not when it natty. Yes. The math in my... This is the way math works in my head for sports is 26, if you get blown out by 20, turns to like 18. And if you shoot 6 for 20, turns into like 16. That's just my math. Like in my head, 26 by losing by 20 is like... I mean, you got to be 16. efficient. Yeah, you have to and be efficient. Six or twenty too. is not efficient. And yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good question. Uh, the only rebuttal anybody else would have is that Zion Williamson, um, they had some struggles. In, I mean, they almost lost the first game and they almost lost the second game. Yeah, I think they went what three rounds deep. But that was Zion Williamson. That was like, oh, this guy's generational talent. This guy, like, nobody nobody was questioning whether who, who was going to. I don't know. I think Cade Cunningham still is a solid number one pick. He's definitely, I think, but he's I think like, you have to have the conversation now. I, mean, I, I think before Zion. March you didn't have to have the conversation, but I think now you do. Speaking of you know being down bad like Cade Cunningham, the Big Ten, just in general, all year you're hearing like I, you know I've, how many times 
Have I heard iron sharpens iron? Watch out for these Big Ten teams. That's you know, nice. They all played great competition all year. Iowa, done. Michigan State, done. They were supposed to make a little bit of run at 11, you know, beat UCLA. Obviously, you have Ohio State, done. Illinois, who people thought were, were going to win the national championship, done. What's up with the Big Ten? The Like, Rutgers, they're out, too. They won their first game, lost second game. It was a heartbreaker to Houston, by the way. Yeah, that was that was. And a then rough Michigan, game. Michigan's kind of like your last hope, and they were kind of like the one team you were like, eh, I don't think they're gonna do that good. They're kind of down. They lost a really important player, and they're playing a tough LSU team today. I don't know. It. I mean, wow. You know, I I was under the uh, impression that the Big Ten was gonna walk in March and dominate, and boy, have they done the exact opposite. It's just you know, it's th- this. I know, like, I don't know. It is really nice to see this March being such madness because, like, we missed it last year. And we right yeah. when we get back, and it's like, oh, every upset ever is happening. Yeah, it's just, like, the craziest March exactly. ever. And it's so it's just, it's just so fun to be able to really, like, I haven't had March in, madness in a while. And this is the most I've been into March madness. Um, and, like, it's, it's just, a good year to pick. It's so fun to just be, it. you know, it's like Caden watching his first basketball game being the greatest game of all time in 2016 game seven finals yeah it just went down from there kind of feels like that's what i'm watching right now like this march is so awesome that i'm gonna watch next year and be like we're all the upsets i hope it keeps going i hope we get like yeah, some crazy season like the some final like four. Fi- dude the championship game have like two teams that you're like what well let's talk about this for a second why is this happening this year is it because of covid is it because of the bubble situation well last week i was like you know what i think you know with uh, not as many fans very limited fans you know kind of it could be low energy in the buildings i thought the you know, the bigger teams are going to do better. They're more talent. But, you know, I just think you're seeing how important chemistry is. You know, these teams, like these smaller colleges, yeah. these guys have been on the same roster for four plus years. You know, you're seeing, you know, older players, you know, guys who are juniors juniors and seniors perform really well. And I think that's, I think that matters this year. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe the exact opposite of what I thought that the, the lower seeds are feeding off no energy. Because they create their own, and maybe those bigger teams really need the the fans. And also, I've like I don't know, I, people have known this for a while, but it's really starting to come to realization of like these teams. Besides Jalen Suggs, right now is about the only exception. Is that these teams, these blue blood teams, Duke, Kentucky, that get the one and dones, are always there, and they might win a game, but they never get far enough to actually win. The teams that like, um, like Virginia two years ago, like they like Kyle Guy wasn't he on that team? Um, yes. So, like, these guys with, like, people on there for a couple years. You build leadership. You you build build a system. It's hard to have a freshman come in and just win a a championship. And teams like Kansas, um, Kentucky, Duke, it's – we've kind of seen – and this year they didn't get it mostly – assuming because these college college kids said, hey, I don't want to go to a school that I can't even, like, attend or – don't, it's not going to get the whole college. It's just experience. a weird season. Yeah, so I th- I assume that's why they probably most of them didn't get those like top tier talent. Assuming that happens next year, it's interesting to see: are we going to have any of these blue blood teams actually like contend, or is it just going to be like always going to have these one and done talents that it's really exciting to watch, but you end up watching the championship game and you're like, yeah, this is makes sense. Well, in the NBA, it's thinking about changing the one and done rule. How will those colleges do after that rule is not there anymore? Oof, um, that's definitely interesting. Um. I definitely think... I think you're going to see them shift into those... Yeah, shift. Yeah. There has to be a shift. You're going to see a large shift into where they do just build their own 
and like they have you know seniors and longer guys. It's gonna be weird. It's almost like the NCAA is just gonna have to pay their athletes or something if that happens. Yeah, that'd be kind of yeah. crazy. Weird. So, Kane, you got an ad read for us, correct? I do have an ad read for us. Before yeah. we get into crazy NFL free agency, I want to talk to you guys about an awesome event our partners over at Miller Theaters are putting on. Guys, Miller Theaters is hosting a great family-friendly event with their Spring Market Shop and Show this Sunday from 12 to 3 p.m. Miller Theaters will be hosting some local businesses and food trucks, as well as only $1 tickets to movies like Nobody, Raya and the Last Dragon, and Tom and Jerry. All great movies. Don't miss out on all that and more at Miller Theaters Shop and Show this Sunday from 12 to 3 p.m. at Miller Theaters. You know, Miller Theaters supports local business. I think most of us like to support local business, right? I mean, we do. They're actually like smaller businesses, too. Yeah. So... I mean, unless you hate goodness. Yeah, unless you hate being a good person. You hate being happy. I guess you just hate the kids. Yeah, at that or the children. You're the worst. If you don't go to Miller Theaters, you're literally a garbage person. Anyway, thank you so much for Miller Theaters for sponsoring this episode. Let's get on to some NFL free agency. So, I think one of the biggest storylines out of it is Bill Belichick decided, you know what? I don't have Tom Brady anymore, so I might as well spend every penny we have. Yep. And oh. wow, did they do that. He spent how much? Over $200 million? Oh, it was a lot. <laughs> That's, yeah. just, that's just a lot. Um, he a signed lot. who? Matthew Judon, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, um, Nelson Aguilar, the great. Um, I mean, dude, come on. The one year that you have the money and no one else does, you're just like, cool, I'm going for it. I will say the only thing I don't love is the two tight end moves. It's like, yeah, I love like a two great tight end system, but do you need to pay both of them a lot of money? No. I actually disagree. I think... That they focus on their run game super heavily, so I like having two elite tight ends. Um, I think that is a position that works very well under Belichick too, where you know receivers not necessarily his strong suit. Um, and I think say that, that again. What you can say that again? Oh yeah. Um, and I just think that over the years they've shown with Gronk that they can really factor the tight end into the system, and I think they just need a more reliable couple route runners. And I don't think there was any like elite wide receivers available except for Kenny, not Kenny. Wait, I don't no, know. I think I like your point on the run game, but I wish they had like an elite running back to do that with. Yeah, you know, um, it's like oh Cam Newton. <laughs> I get, they're just gonna run QB power forty times every single game. Yeah. every um, single play. I do. I do like. At least being like, okay, well, let's support Cam. Like, Cam Newton isn't a guy who's going to go out and carry your franchise. And, like, why don't we talk about enough that, like, Cam didn't have a good situation whatsoever? I know. Everyone just likes to trash on Cam. And it's like, guys, I, I he was the 32nd best quarterback in the league. And he I'm... looked good before he got, I don't know, this global disease coming around, guys. I don't know if, is, is that not some a little bit of an excuse? Yeah, and who was he throwing to? Julian Edelman? Yeah. And who else? And Julian was out for like half the season anyways. Yeah, and, and so they're in talks to get Leonard Fournette. Which, that would be a good pick. That would change things a lot. Yeah, Yeah. that that would definitely help the two tight end system. I agree with you guys. I love that they're going all in on Cam. This is what we want from teams when we need to see what a quarterback's worth. You know, you can't just draft a guy or sign a guy and be like, okay, we'll go out there and make it work. No, support him. And I really love that the Pats have done that. Shows that they're a great organization and they still have really great values. Definitely going for, like, playoffs for sure. And, guys, this team punted last year. Half of their defense dropped out because of COVID. They're all coming back. Patrick Chung retired, but sorry, one guy. They got Van Noy back. Yeah, they signed Kyle Van Noy, and they're bringing in all this new offensive talent for Josh McDaniels, who everyone might forget this, but he's a great offensive coordinator. So, 
Yeah, I think they're going to be a playoff team. Do I think they're going to win their division? I've seen people who have said that, and I think that's a little hot, but yeah, I think wild card is not out of the picture. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to forget what the Bills just did. Like, I know they got blown out, but guys. Yeah. I don't know. Game. We'll see. I still don't think this team will be really successful. Like, do I love some of the moves? Yeah. I, I, like I think it's about a 9-10 to 10 win team. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's That's... Assuming you know, everything really goes right, on. too. Yeah, yeah but the, right. you know that's not how the NFL works. I just see Cam taking a little bit of a bigger jump than last year because now he's got the playbook under his belt for a season. You know, he's actually gotten to, you know, practice with the players before the season starts. There's mm-hmm. a difference in that. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Uh, 49ers resigned Trent Williams, which I think was really big for them. Big. He is now the highest paid tack of all time. L- Let's talk about that for a second because I'm not trying to segue straight to the Chiefs, but um, <laughs> but I'm so all right. <laughs> we'll talk about Juju here in a second too. But I heard somebody say the other day that the Chiefs are not as an attractive destination now because they couldn't get Trent Williams and Juju to sign with the team. Guys, Juju was drafted by the Steelers. I think he would like to stay with that team. Trent Williams was traded to the 49ers after a horrific situation with the football team. I think he would like to stay with that team. Well, also, the Chiefs didn't have the $23 million to pay him. Yeah, that might factor into it, too. They also just got the best guard in the league to come to the team. They got Kyle Long to come out of retirement to play for $5 million for the team. You, you You mean best guard in free agency, right? Oh, sorry, Quinn. Yeah. Okay. That's just, pl- just making sure. Pass blocking. My bad. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> no. Okay. Quinn's having that. Um, the Chiefs are fine. I don't... They're still trying to get another receiver. They didn't get Juju to come. It's whatever. I didn't really care for Juju just in the first place. Just trade Patrick Mahomes. It's over. Okay? Yeah, that's all we need to happen. <laughs> just, just draft one. Just draft just, like... No, cut him. Actually, guy. cut him. Dude, just... It's just... The situation's terrible. Yeah. I don't know why they always need to go out there and like sign some free agent receiver. No, just draft like some mediocre guy. I think Patrick Mahomes will make him okay. Yeah, even like going if, for Juju. If Tom Brady can turn in like these like random white guys who should be like working on like a high V, like talent type dudes, then I'm sure Patrick Mahomes can make some draft pick really good. I mean, and we've seen that. I mean, Mahomes definitely has an ability to make okay receivers really good. Mm-hmm. Like Byron Pringle, McCole Hartman. We'll see what McCole Hartman does. But, you know, he's not like elite. And that's done for the Mahomes talk because, Jesus Christ, I can go on an hour about Chiefs talk. Yeah, so, I mean. The Chiefs podcast, as you can see. Pretty much. So let's get to, like, Juju. Juju stays in Pittsburgh. It was a kind of just like the market really wasn't there. kind of moved in my eyes. It was a one-year, $8 million deal. Is does, I, do I, I don't think he's staying after this one year. No. This, this screams last year unless he just balls out and decides to be the greatest receiver of all time. It's just – a weird move in my mind because wouldn't you rather ball out with Lamar Jackson or with Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, you're banking your big next contract on Big Ben and then also being surrounded by a bunch of other great receivers. Well, I, I, I get not signing with the Chiefs, right? Because it's like, I mean, they have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Michael Harbin, Byron Pringle, all these. No, I don't. I think the I, Pittsburgh Steelers is, but is like, very similar. I agree with a way, that, le- with a way shittier quarterback. But this is my point: is I I I get not signing with the Chiefs because the the reason is like okay, well I don't I'm not gonna get the ball. But the Ravens, that made sense to me. That was like yeah, why wouldn't you go there? Well, that would just come off as like a hate move to Pittsburgh, and I don't think you wanted to do that. I mean, I guess that, but that leaves a bad legacy. Juju really I mean, cares yeah, about his but, public image. If you yeah, exactly. But that's the, that's my point. Like, but, he, but he cares about his legacy in Pittsburgh. He might not care about his public image with the TikTok, but he yeah. cares about how the fans think about him in pittsburgh yeah i guess i don't know it just i mean yeah you're i mean it 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 definitely seems like you know what 
my market wasn't there. Let me just hold out and then yeah. kind of just play it out. But there. I think it's going to be the same story next year when you have another year of Big Ben not playing well. You have a, tons of receiver talent around you. <laughs> That's the thing. As you explained last week, well, you know what? We didn't really get to see Juju be him because all these receivers that they drafted came Steelers draft receiver really well. So they came in. Who know, I mean, Steelers could draft another receiver. Who knows, right? They so might, they might. They probably and will. so you know they came in with all these Chase Claypool. Um, what's uh Deontay Johnson? Thank you, Deontay Johnson. You know those guys came in and then oh, Big Ben played bad. What's going to change? What? How is that going to change next year? It's no. not. It's just weird because in my mind, if I had seen Juju staying in Pittsburgh, what it would look like is they offer him more money than every other team. Yeah. They give him a multi-year yeah. extension. If you had told me before free agency that the Chiefs and Ravens offered him a one-year <laughs> deal, I would have been like, <laughs> on more money. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that he stayed there and took a pay cut, obviously he sees something in the team that nobody else does because why? Because yeah. most of the time, if you take a pay cut, it's for a ring. <laughs> yeah. And he's not getting paid. He so took a pay cut to be on a worse team. I don't know. It and doesn't I just, make sense. I but. think this affects them long term. I mean, this is your big, like, whenever you're on a contract year, it's it's always a prove it year. You know, prove the money you're worth. Yeah. And I think he's going to take another dip down. There, there's, no, there's nothing that tells me, even if he stays maintained, which is having, what, 200-yard games in the past since AB left? That's not that good. Nobody's going to pay you number one receiver money. I wonder if they told him that he's going to stay wide receiver one if he stays. I don't they know can't why. Promise that. They can't because promise Chase that. Claypool was better last year. No, but you're right. They Something has to have happened. There has to be see. some connection there to say, hey, he, he's going to take a pay cut to stay here. I, I know believe, you love the city, but... I believe this move pretty much just takes such a big hit to his career... Because I don't think he's going to get the money that he thinks he is. Well, because if you go after to the Ravens the or the Chiefs, at least you can get the ring premium afterwards if they win. And if you go to the Chiefs, you have the benefit of people being like, well, you know, he was on a great team and they just didn't have, you know, he just didn't get the Well, and then shine. if they do win, you can get rid of the whole Juju's a distraction thing. Yeah. That too. Well, let's move on to Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay signed a big deal to go to New York. Shout out, John. Shout Good out, John old John Foster. Foster. I'm sure he's loving this deal. Honestly, this screams like such a mediocre move. I was honestly disappointed when I saw Kenny Galladay signed. Because like, oh man, I don't want to be on the Lions anymore. <laughs> I better go to the Giants. That's a great you idea. Know, the the Giants thing is interesting. I do think from the Giants' perspective, they could cook something kind of interesting. Because you got, you got Saquon back. Hopefully that he can just maintain healthy. We'll see what happens with Daniel Jones. You have... Um, Evan Ingram, you have... Do you know who their offensive coordinator is? Jason Garrett. Oh, yeah. So they're going to cook burnt chicken. You're it does right. not matter who's in that but offense. But also, let's say, I don't know, on the draft, they draft a guy like Kyle Pitts. There's something There's something there. Like, it, it's better than the Lions, but it was, it was disappointing to see him go to a team that you know isn't going to do much. I just want to know the presentation they gave Kenny Galladay, because it had to be like an all-time... Pre- like... You get to be the star receiver in New York. Um, honestly, I bet half the move was I don't New have to live in Detroit, Detroit New York. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I like we talked about like team supporting quarterbacks. The Giants are really supporting Daniel Jones. You know, they're getting him a good number one option. Because if this doesn't work out, Jones is done. And now they have a healthy Saquon coming back next year. Yeah. So I don't hate it. I, I like the move. Do I think it's going to pan out how they see it? No. But it's another one of those things. The Ravens called him. You don't want to go to the. I understand you'd have to take a pay cut. I, most people don't want to take pay cuts. That's understandable, fair. But the Giants go to somebody halfway decent. 
Yeah. To wrap up the free agency recap, I think one of the most underrated moves was the Bucks. The Bucks kept their guys. They did with the Chiefs did last year. Just run it back. I always and that's what you should do. Just run it back. I just hate Tom Brady. Just so much. <laughs> just Tom Brady's playing until he's forty eight. Hey. <laughs> guys. Sixty four. Weird cause. concept. If you're a quarterback and you take less money, your team wins. Boom. Yeah. It's like that works. We should be GMs. Yes. Dude. Yes. Put an application tomorrow. I mean the like say like the Lions wouldn't hire us. Come on. Yeah, like the you saying the Texans wouldn't hire us? <laughs> they they hire anybody. <laughs> they say, Oh, you wanna run a football team? Come try it out. Hey, yeah, if you want on. the job, just ask if they have any team chaplain positions available. Yeah. Just get in there immediately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean no, yeah, you definitely I just I don't know Oh no, we need to talk about the Texans running backs. Did you hear about <laughs> them? All of them? Every single one? Uh, who they who they signed? They Philip Mark Lindsay, Ingram. Mark Lindsay. Ingram. They already have David oh, Johnson. They, they re-signed him to an extension. Do you still have a Duke? I don't. I, I, I I'm so. sure they don't. No, they don't. They don't. I'm sure actually. they don't. He's, he, he got There's no way they do. No, they don't. Wow. So they have. I'm sure, a quick Google search would tell me. Mark Ingram is irrelevant. Philip Lindsay is pretty good. And I don't know. Mark David Johnson. Mark definitely good. was just like, oh, my career is quickly falling off. Um, wait, you'll pay, you'll you're gonna pay me to do this? Okay. Yeah, I think that just kind of says how much the uh, running back market was in the twelfth. Also, this the year. Texans signed Tyra Taylor. I didn't mean to get into a Deshaun Watson conversation, but that does mean apparently the Panthers get... and a couple other teams are still interested in trading for him. Oh, I'm sure you're gonna hear that all year. Yeah, all off season. All right, so let's get into our NBA award predictions. Whew. Start us off MVP. I think let's just all go around and give our top seven. So I'll start us off. My top seven for MVP is so the little little hind, little explanation here. This is what we're doing for who we think is gonna win the award at the end of the year. This is not for right now. Oh, I did right now. It's whatever so, it means to you. That's well, fine. what would you do right now? <laughs> who, well, who, who who do you have? <laughs> let's let right Talon now. go first. I did right now. Um, okay, well I guess I'll go first. Um, so I had. It's season end right now is LeBron James number one, Joel Embiid number two. Now again, both of those guys are not going to win MVP. Yeah, well, so why do it right now? I don't know. That's just it's easy to do. Talon's it doing a different segment than us. Yeah, Talon just yeah. said um, I want to talk about LeBron James winning MVP so bad. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, LeBron's not going to win MVP, even though he was the best defensive player on the best defensive team. Oh my god. So there's that. But uh, yeah, I mean those two aren't going to win MVP. But so I guess I'll just bump those off. My number one right okay, now is who I think is going to win MVP. Yes, there you go. Um, at least who I think should win MVP is going to be Giannis. Um, he's not I, – I, even though I don't think he's going to win it just because of voting purposes and nobody's going to want to vote for him, which I understand. You want the MVP to be a time capsule of where the league is at that po- moment. And like, and also, Larry Bird is the last player to ever win three in a row. Do you want Giannis to be in the conversation? I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But some people aren't going to like it because – of his playoff performances, but it's not a playoff award. If it was, LeBron James would win it every goddamn year. But it's not. So Giannis, I mean, I don't know. I just think he's he's averaging the same numbers as Dwell was. 29 points a game, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 56 from the field. Now, his the only thing you really got on me is a shooting. 28 from 3 and 67 from the free throw line. So those are pretty buns numbers. Are but, pretty buns. Pretty buns. But other than that... He's the three seed in the East. It's not even like he's like one of the crap teams in the East. They're one of the actual good teams. 
Um, they won six in a row. Um, I, I would rather have Giannis because I like where his team's at right now. And then I have Jokic four. Um, I mean, he's averaging 27, 11, and nine on 56 from the 57 from the field and 43 from three. That's insane numbers. Those those numbers are out of this world. Um, and they're the, tied for the five seed, correct? Yes. Yes. Tied for the five seed with the Trailblazers. So, I mean, really the only thing is is the seeding. And, like, I don't know. I just think – I trust – I don't know. I just, I just like Giannis more than – Joker right now, and also Joker can't play defense. Okay, what's the rest of your list? Uh, Dame at five. I mean, he's averaging thirty-four and eight on tie for the fifth seed with a team that has been riddled with injuries all year, and CJ just came back. But I mean, their second best player has been like Carmelo Anthony. So Damian Lewis five for me. I had Luca at five, and I kind of I swapped it at last second. Uh, Luca's averaging twenty-nine eight and nine. I feel like that has to be rewarded somewhat. Um, and they would be like the three or four seed in the East, but they're not in the East, so I think it's fair to put him at six. And I mean, he's not gonna. He, and even if like, I just think he definitely deserves to at least get the respect of like being in the conversation. And then I have Harden seven. Some people think Harden should win MVP this year, and I think that's ridiculous. This guy, his numbers are great: twenty five, eight, and eleven, virtually the same numbers as LeBron did last year, would twenty five, ten, and eight. Um, so, but LeBron also didn't destroy a team. Like, I, I feel like that has to matter in MVP conversation. No, didn't I, show- I, I don't, I don't, I disagree. I don't think that's going to matter all. The only reason why he's not going to win it is because once Kevin Durant comes back. And that, that too. He's not good. He's not going to get as much touches as he did. And I think it should matter if, because if Harden doesn't say situation can't be fixed if he doesn't say we're just not good enough to the press that matters to me as valuable and he dissembled the team so much and left them and now they're his his team this year and now they're on a 20 game losing streak but spins maybe maybe that shows maybe that shows why he's the most valuable player now i know you could spin that into valuable but for me that's the team he was on and that and he caused that 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 is his action okay but what team is he on now I, but that that matters to me. He he was on the Rockets. I will say in Towns' defense, you know, there's going to be a bunch of media members who vote for this thing, and they're going to be super butthurt about him leaving. I mean, he's not even going to be I, in the conversation I, by the end of the year. He's not. Yeah. And so I don't. I don't think people are going to. I don't think hold that. that against him as a player. As a player, yeah, that was a bad situation. But as an MVP candidate, and we're we're going to say this is the most valuable player throughout the entire year. I can't put a guy who literally left a team, went to a strip club without a mask in the middle of a global pandemic, and missed practice because of it. it that has to matter somewhat in the MVP conversation. You know, and we we won't get to see if it does though. Because I mean, because literally, Kevin Durant's gonna come back and drop thirty a game. Yeah, exactly. And then James Harden won't even be in the conversation. Yeah, people saying Harden for MVP, either right now or predicting. It makes no sense. I mean, James isn't. James is the third leading scorer on his team now. Twenty-five, eight, and eleven. Those are great numbers, and yeah, he's been great. a great point guard. He they, they have meshed their team beautifully, especially with how KD and Kyrie are always in and out of the lineup. They've been great, but he's not the MVP. So he's a seven in honorable mention. I guess Caden probably has a couple honorable mentions. All right, so. Well, I'll go next. Um, I'm doing my list because of <laughs> people who. You know, will win the MVP the not, right like one. right now, because they don't hand it out right now. Because you didn't know, they don't. They don't. Are, are we gonna eliminate? Okay. Just eliminate LeBron? No, they're in my list. Okay, this, okay. this is how they'll. 
this is how the voting I think is going to end up. It's okay. going to be. I have Jokic winning. I think voter fatigue is a real thing. Now I love your case for Giannis being the next third or three in a row MVP guy. That being said, Jokic is having similar numbers and the team success is getting higher. That's the thing is if they, if their team really goes up crazy, or you know gets the maybe three or four seed because the Bucks are going to be a three seed as well. I mean, yeah, especially if they're the three seed. But if they're, they're the four seed, it's going to be a hard. I mean, Jokic is averaging 27, 11, and almost 9. I mean, that's that's insane. And I, I, I think he'll win it just because voter fatigue is a real thing. Or LeBron James would have like 10 MVPs. I mean, Kuzma said it best. Next up, I have Giannis. I think he'll be a close second. I just think some people will get bored of it. Then I have Joel. Once Joel comes back. I was so high on Joel winning MVP injury. Obviously, I don't think he'll win it because of it. He already missed so many games, and now he's yeah. gonna be his probably out for another two or three weeks. It's just yeah, I, I think he'll finish third in voting, and then I think LeBron will finish fourth in voting once he comes back, and then it'll be Dame, Luca, and then D Book as my seven. You know what I just realized? What this man Joel, because of his injuries, got screwed out of Rookie of the Year, and now he's about to get screwed out of MVP. That's of the true. That sucks, here. dude. That's bad luck. So yeah, that's my list. Kool Aid, your MVP list. Um. I'm just going to go through mine real quick. I think just about everything that's been said is all that needs to be said. Um, Jokic at one. Fair. I go back and forth between him and... Actually, you know what? I'll go Giannis at one. I think what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. is... I think you are seeing voter fatigue play a role right now, but I think we're going to get to a point at the end of the season where you're going to have people say, guys, come on. Why aren't we voting this okay, guy in? And also, they don't want to give it to Giannis, but they, do they want to give... Do the, Does the NBA... Want to give the MVP? This is a serious thing. Do the voters want to give MVP to a fat white guy who can barely run down the that's court? That's fair. Jokic is such it's a boring an image pick. thing. It's it's really an image thing. Do they want to give it to that to a guy that's like, hey, my name is Jokic, and starts splashing? Through? Like, how <laughs> do they though? That is a great point. The only reason I don't think they'll vote Giannis is team success because of being back to back one seeds, and then this year he's gonna be a three seed. I think people will look. I think people will use that as an excuse to not vote Giannis. People that's why like, I'm fair. If it could go either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. They're basically I mean, tied for overall. The MVP is gonna suck this year because all yeah. the best candidates got hurt. Yeah. Um. My number three is Embiid. He's probably gonna come back and play a minor factor at the end of the season, like get his way back up in there. Uh. Number four, I have Dame. I think everyone wants to give this man MVP so bad just because he gets tortured <laughs> in Portland every year, and it's whatever. it's also weird to like try to make a. A debate for a guy who didn't start the All Star game. Same thing with like Harden. It's like that'd be really weird if a guy who won MVP didn't start the All Star I mean, game. He should have started the All Star game. No, though. yeah, he probably should have. But yeah, but see that those were the fans. These are the media members. Yeah, These people fair. know what they're That's talking different. about. That's These different. are the same people that didn't vote anybody into the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. Talon. The media knows. They always know. That's they're you, always. You smarter. want to be the media. I do. Uh, my number five, Clown. LeBron. I think he'll come back, but I doubt he's going to play enough minutes for it to be... I think he's going to rest his body for the playoffs. I think he'll play the important minutes and then get out. And this eight, this stretch without AD was going to be his case. It was going to be like, well, look what we did without... But he didn't yeah. really get the chance, so... So my number six, AD... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, number six, I have Luka. I was going to put Chris Paul here, but I was like, can I really put Chris Paul ahead of Luka? His, his stats no. just aren't... They're, they suck. His assists are good, but... <laughs> I mean, dude, Luke is averaging 29, 8, 9. So it's like... Um, <laughs> it's a near triple double. Sorry, you're not, not going to put him over that. I like Luke a lot. He's on my new favorite team. Um, but it's just... I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> hey, 
At least you've hey, been, I claimed this one you've a while ago. You've been kind of consistent about this. I claimed this one, but a while I'm, ago. I'm just waiting for you to pick just some one, goofy team. I picked one. Okay, whatever. You picked three. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, the Suns were your team too. They're my they're my surrogate team. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <Okay>. my surrogate <laughs> team. Oh my god. Um, speaking of my surrogate Suns, Chris Paul, he's got good assist numbers, but that's about where he it should ends. be an honorable mention. It's just the it's stats, like a basketball. The fan. stats aren't there, but his value it, he. Bump them up from a bottom tier team to a top tier team. That's my thing. It's like they've had Devin Booker. They've had most of these pieces besides like maybe Jay Crowder and and Sarge. Jay Crowder for MVP. Jay Crowder is gonna win MVP. Um, yes. you okay there. Well, I was making sure my light was on because oh. I bumped my mic, oh. and I know how sensitive <laughs> yes, they are. These mics are very sensitive. They get their feelings hurt a lot. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Um, but like the Suns with the basically the same team have been dog. Yes, dog crap for years, and then Chris Paul comes there, boom, second seed, and maybe say, the first seed. DeAndre Ayton starting to like play very well, but that's helps. But that, but that, but it helps with Chris Paul. Say, yeah. He also missed twenty, but he missed twenty five games last year. Too. That's that true. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through the awards that we all have, kind of the same ones. Uh, most improved, Jamie Grant. It's not even close. he's averaging twenty three a game. I didn't even know that twenty three game from twelve. Yeah, eleven point increase. It's it's his award. Sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson. We all had. It feels like a one man. He's race. Twenty. Jordan Clarkson just been kind of like he's turned into like the Lou Will this year. We talked about that before. It's so yeah. like he used to be this light skinned dude that was so fancy. Kobe Kobe Bryant even said go to the whole like a dark skin, not like light skin. Oh my and now he's got like tats down to his toenails. He looks like Lou Will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean he's definitely got seventeen point six a game for coming off the bench for a team that's. Best in the best in the yeah, league. that's pretty good. Rookie of the year, I think we're all in agreement. It's going to Edwards at this point. Lamelo's Lamelo Ball's injury just kind of derails it. Rip. He won't get it this year. Rest and in it, peace. That being said, Anthony Edwards has been playing much much better. So credit to him as well. I think it was going to be a closer race, but I think the media was already in love with Lamelo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what? I'll also give the highlight award to Anthony Edwards too because he hit the three over Braun. Yeah. He had that nasty dunk earlier in the season. He's been putting up yeah. good looking. I stuff. mean, yeah, he's looked good. His team's still garbage, but yeah, like just straight up. And then, they're on the bubble. I mean, they're definitely on the bubble of the playoffs, <laughs> but they're actually worse than a team that's lost twenty straight games. Uh huh. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Bad. Interesting. And then for coach of the year, I have Monty Williams, the Suns. The Suns are only two games back from the Jazz, and honestly. I think even if they're behind the Jazz, you got to give it to Monty Williams. It is either going, in my opinion, it's, it's either going to Doc Rivers, Monty, or Quinn Snyder. Because, like, the coach of the year, they, I mean, it's pretty, like, it's a pretty set standard. You just give it to one of the top two seeds in one of the conferences, and usually the best record if they, if it's not like the Warriors. Because Steve Kerr never got the credit he deserved. Uh, whenever Kevin, Kevin Durant was on their team, it's it like, like the Bill Belichick effect. Exactly, like nobody, nobody really wants to give it to him. Um, so I mean, it was like the, it's also like the Popovich effect. Yep. Oh yeah, the Popovich effect. Yeah, exactly. So no, nobody gives it to Pop. If they're the best head coach every year, why does it matter? Well, and Caden has an interesting pick here. Caden, who's your coach of the year? I like Steve Nash a lot. I think you know. Let's look past the fact that he's the number one seed. Um, he's missing his star player, and back his team is two. still winning every game. Number yeah. two, my they, bad. they are number two, and they're like a game back. But yeah. they're probably going to get number one. Yeah. Um, but everyone said, guys, there's only one ball. We cannot make one ball work with all three of these guys. And it's weird because James Harden just turned into this assist machine. Kyrie's turned into a great he shooting into guard. Steve Nash. Yeah, it's Literally. weird. 
Um, that could score more than 19 points. Guys, everyone knows how difficult all three of those personalities can be at times. I mean, yeah, Kyrie's taking another break from from the team. Yeah, KD's <laughs> got all of his yeah. burner accounts, and then Harden's probably in Atlanta every other weekend and now without you have Blake a mask. Griffin. Yeah, and Blake. I will say, I think Blake's more of like a neutralizing yeah, force. No, yeah, Blake's just there for the ride. He's just he, there. To, he just had yeah. to be there. Yeah. Hey, he dunked. He did dunk. I he knew was it was one happening. for two. I I knew with all my soul that he was. I heard an, I should have bet. So I heard much an money. interview from him this week, and I know you heard it too. It was on part of my take. Shout out to them. Um, he said he only played like 19 games in the last two years. So I was yeah. like, you know I, what? Everyone was like, oh, he hasn't dunked in 470 yeah. new days, but he's only played like 20 games. Like, makes sense that he hasn't. And dunked the that. Pistons use him as a point guard. Well, we talked about that. Um, for when we talked about Blake Griffin going through that. I mean, the Pistons literally used him as a ball handler, and he even said that. I mean, yeah, interview. even even I was a little bit of like. Don't get too hyped about the Blake move, but like, what do you expect him to do if he's playing point guard and yeah. he has nobody to pass the ball to? But I think the Steve Nash one's interesting. I think I don't think he'll get the credit he deserves, but I definitely agree. With he's just choice. he's not going to get it because they just the way they so good. They yeah, and and also it doesn't help that the Jazz and the Suns are like the perfect combination of like for coach of the of like they have kind of talent, but they're the best team in the East. Great job, guys. I just think it. West. It almost you would be rewarding an outside basketball perspective if you gave it to him, which you can't yeah. get an award for that. But it would be more for handling all the personalities, making Harden switch his game style. I do think it has to be given credit that one, he made it work when all of them are on the court. Like mm-hmm. think about how many times. Okay, season starts. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Okay, now Katie's out. Okay, Katie comes in. Now Kyrie's out. Okay, now you add James Harden to all of that. Okay, now Kyrie's out. Like he's mixing and matching. And when they're out, he's like, "Oh, James. Okay, you do that." run the offense perfectly and they're still winning a lot of games with in and out of the lineup and i like i get really scared when people get in and out of the lineup and it's just such a mess that doesn't matter for the nets it doesn't matter so steve but it could have if you had coaches didn't know what they're doing so i do think he deserves some credit he's not going to get enough credit for that steve coaching his ass off you know it's funny that i pick him as my head coach for the year but i'm also going to sell the nets later so Interesting. Interesting. So let's get into Depoy. I think this one has probably the most discussion other than like MVP and maybe Coach of the Year. So I think there's three candidates, and I think that's pretty fair to say. You have Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and Miles Turner. And yep. you guys can make your picks first. We got Ben Simmons, right, Talon? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I definitely think – I honestly think Miles Turner definitely at least deserves to, to – really be in there and like i'm not gonna be mad he should be second he should be second and honestly i wouldn't be mad if they picked him but i just know how this they vote this thing and they vote usually who's the best player best defensive player on either the best defensive team or the best team in the league and that's why rudy gobert is is gonna get a lot of love and honestly there's a world where miles turner is third in this mvp mvp uh defense player of the year rankings and that's that's criminally incorrect but ben simmons i will just actually give him credit here He's playing out of his mind. Like, he's a guy that you can say, go stop. Just stop his game. Oh, Dame's averaging, like, having, like, a night. Go clamp him up. And he's going to do it. So he's a lot more versatile than Miles usually is. Um, But. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, honorable mention for head coach of the year, Doc Rivers. Yeah, I mentioned him. No, yeah, you talked about him. Okay. Anyways, yeah. uh, I mean. Doc is using him how he should. It's yes. like, okay, you can run the offense a little bit, but like on defense, you're going to be everywhere. And he's been playing really well. Um, now, you will make your case for greatest pacer and player of all time, Miles Turner. Okay, well, that's just not true. Um, 
I'll, I'll even like add a little bit to the video bear after I make my case for Miles Turner. But Miles Turner is the defensive player of the year. I am sorry. That's there's, fair. there's, when you just look at the numbers, and yeah, I will say I love Ben Simmons' versatility, but he doesn't do it as well as Miles Turner. If you want, it's I think a, the most important thing for defense, and, they, and this is the thing that they love about Rudy Gobert, is you can play so well on the perimeter defensive-wise because you're so strong on in the interior. And, you know, Miles Turner makes up for DeMontis Sabonis not being a great defensive player. And that's why that combination works. Let's take, let's take a look at Ben Simmons' defensive stats. A steal and a half a game and .7 blocks. Not bad. Those are good numbers. and Good enough to win Depoy. Oh, well, how about a steal a game as a center? A steal game as a center. Center. That's, and three point four blocks a game. Not even like just destroying the block race. Wow, that's that's really impressive. Now I, the numbers don't lie. He's the defensive player of the year. The only thing that that isn't with this case is the Pacers' success. The Pacers are like the ninth seed right now. But that being said, they're two and a half games from the four seed. I think the only chance Miles Turner has to win Depoy is if the Pacers do grab that four seed because that, that's high enough. Yeah, you can't be like five or six. You have to be four. Four. Yep. Four seed, I think he has a case, especially, you know, he starts playing well. But if you watch basketball, I think it's pretty clear to see. I mean, wow, f- 3.4 blocks a game. He had five blocks the other night. Two, you- in a, two in a crucial overtime situation against the Heat helped us win that game. So he gives you kind of really all of what Rudy Gobert gives you, but also a little bit of the he can guard he guard a little bit outside of his range, right? He can he can be a little bit of a Ben Simmons guy and also averaging like a, what do you say, a steal and a half? Just uh, Miles Turner is averaging a steal. One steal. That's that's great. Those are. I mean, that's exactly what you want from a defensive center is be able to be like, all right, you guard anybody on the court and you'll be okay and you'll be elite at one area of the court. Ben Simmons, his he's not elite at. He's not really really elite at any area of the court, but he's really really good at everything. So it's kind of the do you want Miles's like eliteness at one area or Ben kind of being more of all around defender. They're going to want Ben. And that, I mean, that's a great discussion. I think Ben Simmons is just... They're, they're, he's a poster child. We know how these awards are picked. And it's always a good... It's a formula for everything. It's the sex appeal. It's that's the sex appeal, is. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. And especially seeing Ben's... Watching Ben Simmons' game pops out more on the screen to me. Seeing Ben Simmons get up to the f- middle of the court and guard Dame and clamp him up. Like, it's it, you don't see that as much as Miles Turner getting a good box out or blocking somebody or getting a steal. Like, he does more of the dirty work. Ben Simmons, he's at the front of your screen guarding someone, yeah. guarding LeBron, guarding Damian Lillard, guarding Steph. You don't see that from Miles Turner. And Miles Turner isn't in primetime games. Ben Simmons is. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, film. the last little, like, little tad bit here is please don't ever choose Rudy Gobert over Miles Turner, though. I, I'll, I'll agree with the Ben Simmons pick. I, I mean, you guys have great. We, okay. it, it's a, it's apples to oranges. But Rudy Gobert is literally just a discount version of Miles Turner defense-wise. Um, it already happened once this year, but uh, Ben Simmons dropped, who is a defense player of the year candidate, dropped forty on Rudy and said he can't go with me. And the thing is, Ben Simmons, you know what his offensive game is at the rim. You know what Rudy Gobert is supposed to be great at defending at the, at the rim. Like I get the numbers with him in and off the court, and like he's terrible defending. He. Not, okay, that was wow. That was a yeah, terrible that was a take. Bit he's not like not what people said. Like he is not the defensive player of the year. Now he's not terrible defending. That was a terrible take. But I mean, you know, if you just want to look at Miles Turner's and then Rudy Gobert's, Miles Turner averages over a half steal a game more than Rudy Gobert, and then point six blocks a game, three point four compared to two point eight. It's 8. just 
it's the principle of it is I'm not going to let someone say I felt disrespected by his presence guarding me. Then you're not you're limited from defense player of the and year. And I don't care at what point of the year it was because you know you're gonna have people say, "Oh, it's in the first half of the yeah. season." It doesn't matter. But if somebody again, said that about you, and they're a defensive player of the year candidate, yeah. doesn't matter. But again, we know how these things are voted, and best defensive player on one of the best defensive teams on the best team in the league. It's a formula to win depoy. You just know there's a media member out there that's gonna be like, he's gonna vote, he's gonna go home, he's gonna be with his kids and his family, he's gonna be like. I'm so glad I voted for Rudy Gobert today to win Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> what a clown. Oh, what honey. a clown. Well, so let's get into our stock market. Who are you guys buying? I am buying terrible jazz championship takes over the next month with um, the Lakers being subdued by injuries currently and Great the buy. Clippers being um, just kind of iffy right now. I think they'll pull it together. But, I mean, the Suns and the Jazz are the best teams right now. That's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the media is already all over the Jazz, but now that the Lakers are out of the picture, it's just not going to come to an end until yeah, LeBron Jazz comes back. Jazz and the Suns, I think we're just going to get a lot of championship. I, I think love. the Suns, at least, honestly, I feel more confident in the Suns than the Jazz. Is that just me? I agree. I agree. Like I, if they played in the first round, I'd pick the Suns to win. I mean, they won't, but yeah. You know, I yeah, personally but, would yeah, too. Obviously, they won't. for my surrogate. Yeah, your your Suns. You're yeah. oh, yeah, big Suns guy. Uh, you. Talon, who's your buy? Uh, my buy. Somebody had to buy him. The Hawks. The Hawks. Uh, eight no since my boy Nate, your boy Nate. What a turnaround. What a turn. I mean, it's like coaching matters or something. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've won eight in a row. They've looked great. Tra- I mean, they went from like the 11 seed to the 4 seed like that. <laughs> and that's part because the East is god awful. But also, just, I mean, great by Nate McMillan. It's a huge turnaround. And right as we hired him, we just kind of assumed that he would be the guy. And then we were like, oh. I guess he's not. Um, so wait, weren't the Blazers mad that they didn't hire like their assistant coach or something? I remember Dame saying something like that, and then this guy goes eight zero, and it's like, well, maybe know. it was the right pick. I don't, I don't remember that. Um, anyways, Hawks look great. Um, it's really good because we all had them in like I don't know if you I had them in the playoffs. I had them in the play in. Play in, okay, and or maybe know, like the six. I don't know. We also thought the play in was only the eight and nine seed. I think. Or, yeah. Apparently it's half the league, so it's seven through ten, which I think is yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be sick. Um, uh, I'm buying the Pacers. I sold them a while ago. Karis Levert's back. It's already made a difference. Miles Turner's playing just amazing basketball. Demontis Sabonis looks great. Malcolm Brogdon's so efficient. M- the most underrated player in the league is Malcolm Brogdon by far. Oh yeah. Not just because like you know like in pure underrated sense, like people that just don't value him. People just don't even mention him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's averaging like twenty one and seven. I think almost closer to 22. And that's not his... He's not supposed to be this creator, and he was the creator for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been playing great. The whole thing while I'm buying them is Karis Levert. I mean, having another ball handler has been huge. He kind of... He's not even playing that great yet. He still seems a little bit sluggish, not just shooting the ball great. Got to get in rhythm. And we just won two games from Miami in South Beach. And you destroyed the Suns the yeah, first game played, back. Yeah. So, we've Karis. been playing... The offense has been much better. Granted, we had some fourth quarter crumbles... But, you know, it'll, it'll happen, you know. Just Good get old fourth it. quarter crumbles. Gotta love it. Actually, I hate it, but <laughs> actually it sucks. That being said, I mean, I think this team's going to get going to be really good, especially once Karis LeVert gets into, into rhythm. Hey, and I also remember when you were just absolutely dogging on them, and that was before you knew the East was this bad. I mean, yeah, we're two and a half games from the four seed, so it's like it's hard to be too, like, feeling kind of crappy in the East. Like, yeah, it sucks being the nine seed. But 
I mean, being two and a half back from four is pretty cool. When it's like the Hawks, the Knicks, like, come on. Come on. Come on. We're better than those guys. And I'm selling the Hornets. Lamella Ball. That, that, that's uh, yeah. it. Yeah. Period. The, I mean, he was such a valuable asset to this team. He was having an amazing rookie season. We were going to go watch him. We, we were going to I mean, me and Talon got tickets to the Pacers-Hornets game, and uh, now Lamella's not playing, so that's not as cool. So sad. But maybe the Pacers will win now, so. Well, and we're watching the Heat game, right? Yeah. I mean, at least we get to see, like, Jimmy Butler, Bam, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still in the Hornets. I just don't think the, the success will drop off. This is a very sobering hit in their season. It's sobering for the whole league, man. Caden, who's your sell? I'm selling injuries in the NBA. It's been a rough few weeks. Yeah, yes. it has, dude. Steph, LeBron. I mean, Steph hurt his like, tailbone, so it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. Steph, LeBron, Joel, Lamelo. It's weird. It's almost like having a shortened off season really just affected these players. Yeah, I just I I think more of like maybe not necessarily even shortened because for some teams it was really elongated. Yeah. And I think just with the schedule being weird, that definitely mm-hmm. mixed it up. And yeah. And well, that it's, it's not going to get better because you got a lot of back to backs yeah. in the second half of the season. Yeah. So yeah, definitely kind of nervous. But you know, we all kind of anticipated something like this happening. Um, I anticipated teams, you know, like the Lakers, Nuggets. You know, teams late in the bubble kind of yeah. either getting injured or looking sluggish. and It's, it's going to be a tough year. Also man. with these guys like LaMelo who haven't played in forever. And also, this is LaMelo's first year of getting like real games. In, like, you know, he's AAU, overseas playing 20, 30 games. Now he's playing 70, 72, which is even He's also less. playing 48 minutes. Yeah, like, like yeah, he's playing. Like it. Yeah, yeah. He's Especially playing. now that he's like a starter. Exactly. So, you know, it's just kind of an adjustment. And... It sucks, but also, you know, it is nice, like, to see, like, because we, it sucked having Zion out for most of his rookie year, and I was like, man, I, I didn't really get to see him, but then he comes back this year and dominates, Yeah. so hopefully he just picks right back up where I'm he sure was. I'm sure he will, he's yeah. just a It was baller. also a wrist injury, so it's not like yeah. anything to worry Who's about. Who's your sell? Oh, I'm also sell- selling MVP, sorry. Oh, oh. The, yeah. Yeah, that's um, facts. The MVP is just, if Jokic wins it, it's like, I'm telling who even you, cares? If, Jokic, if Jokic is the NBA MVP, and they're like... And for people who don't know the MVP, and they're just like, oh, who's your best player this year? This guy. This guy. <laughs> Here, I'll put up an image. This guy. Is there any way where it's just like, guys, let's just vote Dame instead of Jokic so we can have someone cool? I don't know. That's man, my, I can see that is the only reason I think Giannis might win. It's just because, like, who I really don't want to give it to Giannis, but at least Giannis is, like, from an NBA image standpoint, he's, he's marketable. Like this Greek god figure looking guy who can dunk over everybody. Well, and there was a there was a clear <laughs> Very cut. handsome man. <laughs> there was a God, he's so attractive. God I mean, man. There was a clear cut top three in the league this year, and it was a yep. very clear cut, and then it just now falls like, a whole other oh, level. And I mean Giannis is up there too, but once again, the voter. Like I guarantee you if the Mavs go on like a three game winning streak, people are gonna be like Luca. Is Luca. <laughs> people are gonna lo- really want to give it to Luca now. I guarantee you, if they win three or four straight, they're gonna be like, "I know what's to use the seven seed, but I mean, he's right. been pretty valuable." Yeah, your cell, T Dizzle. My cell is NBA scoring. Nice. What happened? I thought we were like in this era yeah, of like everyone scoring. Been, oh, the Knicks so game cold. the other night. Yeah, that was, was like disgusting. 80, Eighty-six to uh, yeah. I don't it know. It went into overtime, and it was uh, the final score was one hundred and one to one hundred, and the overtime. shot to tie it. Was this goofy Julius Randle <laughs> corner three? Corner three that like bounced in and out. I mean, I don't really care that much. Everyone's been so cold after. It's just game. you know, it's kind of funny well, to the, see like the Heat and Grizzlies had a final like a game where both teams finished in the eighties. That's like wow. what, what is this? I thought this is the two thousands. Like, 
Thought, I like thought it. we were in some era though where we score in 169 points. Like I think it's funny that I bought the Pacers and we play the Bucks tonight. We're gonna get railed. Oh yeah, you, yeah, definitely. I don't know. We well, lost by like no 20. They've won six time. in a row. They're due for a loss though. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.